Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talking about a very important position in football, that would be the quarterback position. Uh, I do have some questions about a specific quarterback, quarterbacks in general in the National Football League. We may even ask them a college quarterback a question, too, because we got a couple good ones playing right now on TV. Uh, former NFL standout and great broadcaster for many years. That's where I know him from back at the days when we were both at ESPN. Joe Theismann, good enough to jump aboard with us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Joe? I'm good, Jody. By the way, you have got the best voice in radio. <laughs> I love it. I, love it. I mean, whenever you put on the radio, and you don't even have to say your name. Everybody knows who you are. It's so distinctive. It's great. Yeah, I, yeah, I have been doing it for a while, so some people I do recognize I, the I, voice. I on the back so you don't have to do it to yourself. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll <laughs> pat you on the back. You had phenomenal days as a quarterback in the National Football League. You were an outstanding QBA Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Can Mr. Haskins deliver such heights in Washington? It's been a tough year for him. They're finally giving him his shot over the last seven games of the season. What have you seen out of him? What can he accomplish over the second half of the season that will portend well for future years? Well, I think, you know, we saw a little bit in the Buffalo game where uh, he got the ball out of his hands quickly. He managed to, you know, not have to use timeouts, which means he's communicating well in the huddle. Uh, I think Kevin O'Connell, who's our offensive coordinator, did a very good job giving him throws that he felt comfortable with in really his first start. And, you know, the road's, the road's not an easy road going forward. When you look at this football team, I and mean, we've got, you know, you've got the Jets. You know, you know Greg Williams is going to come after the position. You've got the Lions, the Packers, Carolina, Giants. I mean, you have a number of, you know, games coming up that are going to be difficult football games to, to grow and learn with. Um, I like the fact that they're going to play. I didn't agree with the fact I wanted them to sit a year, but because of the situation of the football team, you know, you may as well put them out there and give them a chance to get uh, get comfortable and acclimated to professional football. He did play just one year at Ohio State. Hell of an impressive year, and you can see he's got the tools to be a winning quarterback in the football National Football League, but one year is one year, and it's not a whole hell of a lot of experience you think the experience of just sitting, learning, taking it all in, being a sponge would be more effective for him than actually going out there and playing, even if he does get beat up? I felt that in the beginning of the year, um, but he's been in the system for eight weeks now. He has gone through game plans, and you know he's, he's played a little bit of football, and I think it's time to be able to see what he can do. He still has so much growth ahead of them and the process is not just a, a limited a process you it, it takes time jody and it and that's something we we want to rush people like mitchell trubisky didn't play a lot of college ball and look where he is now i mean i really you want to protect the young man you want to make sure that he has the opportunity to be able to defend himself both mentally and physically and, and it's the mental part of the game the physical part of the game have to come together and it just takes time and when you're a team that's struggling like the Redskins have been, 
you know, it's it's hard to be able to put somebody out there and, and hope for the best without getting them hurt. That's what you don't want. And when you look at today's NFL quarterbacks, I think most people would argue that uh, Patrick Mahomes is the most gifted, won an MVP, and only his second year in the league. But he did have that learning year. He got to sit for almost an entire year. He started a game at the end of the season, but basically sat his entire year. But we've seen other quarterbacks who come in, uh, like uh, Peyton Manning, who takes his lumps in year number one, but then goes on to become a Hall of Fame quarterback. Is it completely dependent on the situation and the man, or is there a, a way that you can say, no, they, they, either one can work, but this is the preferable of the two as comparing learning experience to jumping into the deep end of the pool? I think you're better off waiting. I really do. I think... For the long-term effect of a, of a young player, you're better off giving him the chance to sit the year like Patrick did. To me, that would be the ideal situation. But like I said, the Redskins with their record, you know, it, you've got to do something for the fan base to get excited again. That's another thing you need to consider is what do the fans want to see? The fans want to see Dwayne Haskins play football. They want to see him play the game. They want to see him uh, go out there on the football field. And with that in mind, uh, you know, you have to say, okay, we'll, we'll give the kid a chance to play. All right, we'll go optimistic that Haskins grows on the job and gets better, and by the end of the season, he's looking like an NFL quarterback. He's not making rookie mistakes, and damn, this is the future quarterback of the Redskins. What else do they have to do to get back toward 500 during this offseason if they made the right move and they've got their quarterback of the future what is next for Washington to undertake? They need to be able to find some explosiveness on the offensive side of the ball. And, Jody, they have to score touchdowns. It's been 12, 13 quarters since they scored a touchdown. You're not going to win football games in the National Football League when you, you're scoring three points. You're trading threes for sevens. Defensively, the guys have been out on the field forever, it seems like. I mean, we're the – what, the – Third lowest scoring team in football, 106 points in nine, eight games. Um, you just, you're not going to win a lot of football games. And to me, there has to be some sense of explosiveness in the offense. And I don't know where they're going to get it. The tight end position is basically non-existent. And you look around at the teams that are enjoying success and have success, the tight end position is a big part of it. And Jordan Reed has been unavailable all year. Vernon Davis has been hurt. Um, Jeremy Sprinkle was really brought in as a blocking tight end. And so, once again, the Redskins go through the, the problems of not having healthy people on the field. Over the last two years, not counting this year, I think they had 46 guys on IR. They had 11 or 12 already midway through the season. And you just, you've got to be able to find the end zone. You have to be able to you get in the red zone. You have to put touchdowns up. You can't put field goals up. And former NFL champion uh, Joe Teisman, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Joe, if you have an individual name, please share with us. If not, acceptable answer is what type of a coach, offensive, defensive, uh, collegiate, former assistant, a guy with experience in the league, already had the head job. What kind of coach and or individual, if you've got a name for us, is the best choice to be the man for the Redskins next year on the sidelines? I don't necessarily have a name. I haven't really looked at the people that are available. I think I've always felt Jack Del Rio is, is a heck of a football coach. He's one person that, um, that I have a lot of respect for. I think you need someone who can handle the young guys. This is a young football team. That's the other thing. 
Um, you need somebody who can communicate with the young football team. I think Kevin O'Connell will do a good job offensively as a coordinator. You could keep him. Uh, Greg Minuski is, I mean, like I said, his defenses are on the field forever, it seems like, and, and they're doing the best they can. Um, I think it's got to be somebody who comes in and basically creates a philosophy that they can get excited about. And Dwayne has to be the centerpiece of it. Now, on the other side of that, the only thing the Redskins could do was fire Jay Gruden. I mean, he did an unbelievable job with so many people on IR, so many people hurt all year long in the last two years. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're 0-5 and, and, and a change has to be made. I mean, there's just no way around it. Um, the positions that change are the quarterback position and, and the coaching position. Those are the ones that get changed most quickly. And when you, when you stop and think about this football team, I think someone that can handle the young people, because like I say, it's a young team. And I think somebody that comes in with a, uh, a philosophy that, you know, they've got to be tougher. I mean, Jay was, Jay was a player's coach. And I think, you know, somebody has got to come in and, and sort of, put the discipline down and, and let the players lead, find the guys that can lead and give them a chance to be able to do, to assume the leadership roles. Joe Theismann here with us on CBS sports radio. All right. Uh, back to the quarterback position. As you say, it's one of change. We might see a change in the quarterback position in the NFL next year. Cause we've got a pretty good draft class coming in. Two good ones doing battle today between Burrow and Tua Valoa in the Alabama LSU game. Uh, Back in the day, you were Heisman candidate, and you were a highly thought-of quarterback prospect coming out of uh, South Bend. Uh, the quarterback position has changed for the better or the worse that the NFL now is changing to a different type of quarterback. Can you recognize Do you know it? Can you project what the next group of quarterbacks are going to be in the National Football League? Now, you know, I think they're going to be guys that obviously operate out of the gun guys that throw the football around. You're going to have guys that are able to move around. You know, I mean, we have a rare situation when, you know, you know Daniel Jones moves better than Eli uh, ever did really in New York. Um, Jacoby Brissett in Indianapolis has the ability to move around. Peyton was a stationary quarterback. What's going to happen up in New England when Tom, you know, decides to leave? I think you and I, eight, nine years from now, will be talking about what a great game Tom Brady played again. I mean, it's, <laughs> Those, those things don't seem out of the realm. You know, Drew Brees is a pocket passer, but I think the league's moving towards mobility at that position to a large degree, and I think that's what you're going to look for. And, and you see it in these young kids, um, the ability to move around, the ability to get the ball out of your hands quickly. Uh, at the college level, you really don't have a lot to read. There's not a lot of processing that goes on. At the professional level, there's a lot of decisions to be made at the line of scrimmage. And at the college game, you don't see that much. And all these kids look like they're almost sitting here watching the Alabama-LSU game right now. I mean, it's, you know, Alabama's come back here uh, in the second half and, and played the kind of football that they didn't play in the first half. But, you know, this game's far from over, even though there's about 245 left and it's a five-point game. LSU is ahead. This is an important drive for them. Guy who's uh, had a pretty good season and has taken the NFL at least for a half a season by storm has been Lamar Jackson. Can we see more guys like Lamar Jackson, or is he more like a Michael Vick, a once every 10 years? Not only is he mobile, but he is a serious running threat type quarterback. 
Is he the exception to the rule, or is he going to become the rule in the National Football League? I think he's the exception to the rule. Uh, I really do. I, I don't think you're going to see many Lamar Jacksons that have the ability that he has, at, both as a runner and now developing the ability to throw out of the pocket. That's where you have to be concerned. He's going to have more time because people are afraid to come after him and go one-on-one. They'll play a little more zone against him because they don't want to wind up having their defensive backs with their backs to him as he takes off and runs down the field. Those are all things that, that he scares people with. And I don't see too many people out there like that. Kyler Murray has great athletic skills. Um, and, and, of course, you have to have the team around you. I've always said this, Jody. You and I have talked about this. Quarterback position, single most dependent position on the field. You have to have the ability to be able to have people around you if you're going to be successful. And LSU just scored, so this game's over. <laughs> uh, it'll be Ohio State. It'll be LSU number two. And then we'll figure out the college game going forward. But I, I just don't see in college football today – anyone that really compares to what Lamar Jackson is doing right now. You and I see that the same. I think he's like Vic. Uh, you get one of these guys every 10 years, uh, and you're waiting for the next one, and you may have to wait a decade for the next one to show up. All right, last thing for you. Um, if that Urban Meyer guy said he would consider taking over Notre Dame as a former alum, Kelly's done a good job here, but he just hasn't been able to get him over the top. What would Notre Dame do if Urban came a calling? I, you know, Urban stopped. Remember, before Urban took the job, uh, before the previous job, I think uh, Florida, wherever he was before he was at Ohio State, he stopped at Notre Dame, and and he basically drove the price up because you know had the plane stop there so he could grab another couple million, <laughs> uh, which was a good move. I mean, I admire what he did. <clears throat> I think Brian's done an excellent job with our football team. I, we don't really have two wide receivers. We have one. Uh, the running game isn't anywhere near it's been. The offensive line has not done that good a job this year. Defensively, you know, Michigan ran for over 300 yards against us, and that was disappointing. So and it, isn't, it isn't always the coach. And I think Brian's done a good job. And, you know, Urban, you know, Urban – had that little bit of history there at Ohio State too. So, do you, you know, what do you, who are you hiring? I mean, a guy that had a little bit of a, an issue. Um, he said he didn't want to come back to the game for health issues. Uh, I had a chance to play golf with him a couple of years ago in Lake Tahoe at the American Century Tournament, and I like him a lot. You know, you wonder though if he had health issues before, what's going to happen going forward again? I mean, are you going to get a coach that's going to be there? Is it is a is it a one or two year fix? And then you have to go look for another coach. I, you know, I, I think Brian should stay there. I think they ought to extend Brian. That's my personal feeling. All righty. Um, just wanted to check. What's your handicap these days? Three, three, two. Not bad. All right. You going out to uh, Vegas again this year? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm hoping to. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Joe, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you, Mark, very much for hopping on and lending us some insight. We shall talk again. Uh, enjoy the rest of the game. Thanks, Jody. Look forward to it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.